0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fantastic and wonderful episode of Mike White Was Robbed. I'm Naomi Calhoun. This is about Survivor Hot Takes, but today we're switching it up. Joining me is a wonderful podcaster in his own right. It's Isaiah Apa. Isaiah, how are you doing?
1: You know, Naomi, I'm fantastic. um I'm off work today. I feel great. <laughs> I feel energized. You know, all all is good today. All is good.
0: And you manifested this you said you wanted a podcast together even though this is already in your schedule and here we are i'm super excited to talk today this is going to be so much fun isaiah right off the bat what's the hot take what are we talking about today
1: so you know this is a survivor podcast Mm but um you know i wanted to change it up so Mm -hmm. i want to talk about big brother that's my favorite reality show I feel good I'm comfortable talking about it but I would love to talk about the best players never to win and I mean it can either be in a distinctive order or like random but I want to talk about big brother honestly yeah
0: awesome I can't wait (laughs) we're going to talk about the players that aren't Reddit's favorite little babies. it's going to be a ton of fun uh and yeah so Mike White was robbed is normally about Survivor but there's so much reality out there and there's so much reality hot takes to be had so i've opened up the parameters to talk about any reality show so if you have a hot take about any reality show you can dm me and we'll talk about it on the pod but okay best to never win best big brother players well actually i have a couple are we talking only us are we talking canada as well anybody foreign to us
1: yeah, I mean, I, w- I would talk only uh, US because I'm mm. still a, a super newbie when it comes to Canada and like international Big Brother. Mm. Like, I've only watched BB Can 9 and I loved it, by the way. But um, that was my first time. So, like, I'm, I'm familiar with like certain names, but like not enough to like talk about them, unfortunately. Um, for sure. But yeah, I, w- I would probably just keep in the US.
0: Great. All good. I, that is good for me as I also don't really know anything about Big Brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so uh let's let's begin take us on this journey Isaiah. where where shall we start
1: I mean I guess we could start from the beginning see I'm this is going to be interesting I did not conduct a list beforehand on purpose though so it's like <laughs> I I made a list before actually when when I was first trying out um for RHAP and it was this exact topic and I looked at my list and I was like ugh. I don't agree with this anymore so like so like um that's why I wanted to do this I was like you know what like I want to change some of this around so it's like the first one I personally would do I don't know if it's much of a hot topic maybe this is some people I would do Daniel Ray's first mm-hmm. um and in retrospect when, when I'm looking at all these games I think I would rate them based off of their all their entire body of work not just like the one season that they did good in um I think Daniel Ray's on her first shot did an amazing job, obviously. I think that she deserved to win. I think that she showed the cut in her throatness, the entertainment quality, everything that that needed to be gave. Never went on the block, um, just like a partner, Jason. But the only issue in, in that people kind of punish her for is the fact that um she was, you know, very vibrant in the dr talked a lot of trash talked a lot of shit to people and then it's like uh you look at the jury and obviously they felt some type of way and obviously i mean in, in hindsight she doesn't win it regardless if she sitting next to lisa or jason but it's like okay like like so what like it, i mean if you look at her game in all-stars did a fantastic job yeah um i th- yeah it, it's like i personally think She's still the best, never to win. I didn't have her number one at first, but I did some self reflection. I'm like, what is what? Like, what was I on that day? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I definitely have Danielle um, number mm. one as of right now.
0: I so I watched in quarantine, which like at this point is like a fucking year ago. I watched uh, Big Brother All Stars, and uh, I had known a lot about how you know successful Danielle was on Big Brother three, but I was like, I, I wanted to watch All Stars, all that stuff, and. She is so good on all stars. It's crazy. Like people are coming after her. She is on the block the very first week. it is It is really a triumph how she manages to like get herself out of the situation she sort of immediately finds herself in in Big mm-hmm. brother seven. and i I've always been really impressed by Danielle as a whole, but I think I, I think sometimes, and I wonder if you agree with me on this that when you're looking to like validate how good a player is, even if they don't win all stars or win, you know, winners at war, if they have success on those seasons, then that to me sort of validates how good of a player, right? Like when JT sort of goes home early and game changers and sort of fucks (laughs) up heroes versus villains, you're like, I mean, okay, there we go. But when somebody like even... Already gets to the end. You're like, look at that shit. Like that's fucking good gameplay, even if they don't win.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so that's that's what I see in this in this Big Brother Seven performance. Do you have like a a favorite Danielle move or thing that she's done that you think really stood out? Um,
1: I mean, I think the the common answers for DRS. I think they were so hilarious. But I mean, honestly, when I think of Danielle, I love to look back at All Star specifically. Um, there there was a one specific moment. It was the competition, um, the, the 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 spider one, where people started calling her the Black Widow. Where basically everybody wanted her to lose. She won that thing. Um, and then there was also another moment where, uh, I remember Janelle and how we really wanted Will, um, (laughs) and Boogie, but specifically Will to help them, um, get rid of Danielle, like an elimination comp. And he put like three minutes to like ride a bull or something just to throw it to her. So, you know, it's like, I, I love Danielle. I think she's such a great personality. I wish we saw her in uh, 2022, but obviously we got robbed of that. But, um, yeah, I like her. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, Danielle uh apparently was called to compete on Big Brother twenty two. I'm looking at her uh Wikipedia and was replaced by Nicole Anthony, which I would say is a bad replacement. Blop. <laughs> what so a disgusting.
1: I can't even Thanks,
0: I can't man. even equate the two of them. Like I and I understand why Nicole was on Big Brother twenty two, but like mm-hmm. to be Danielle's replacement is Please. is insulting to Danielle. <laughs>
1: It varied. like i mean <laughs> they were they were lacking um the melanin they were lacking uh the legendary status mm. they, you know like you can't <laughs> just throw janelle in case you're with a bunch of like new school players like come on now <laughs> um so you know big flop see' mm. big flop but yeah yeah.
0: and just just as a reminder for anybody who needs it um daniel reyes second place season three, sixth place season seven mm-hmm. in, in what i would say season seven <clears throat> Was one of the most cutthroat seasons I've seen in a long time. Like, they were ready to kill each other from day one. And then Chicken George was there. But, like, they were ready to, like, destroy. And I think that is very impressive. Um, The same way that I would say that any of the people who sort of get to the end of that season, it's impressive that they made it that far. Um, Mm -hmm. Especially all the flip flopping between alliances, between, you know, sort of chaos and all this. Great season uh anything else to touch on on danielle reyes i feel like she's so like if you know you know it's danielle reyes like
1: (laughs) i mean i could go on for a while but the last thing that i feel like we haven't even spoken about is um the duo game her and jason play really like Mm. it's, it's honestly one of the best ever i mean like it's top three out of like the duo game specifically i mean that's not an easy uh game to play because usually in modern day big brother when you see duos they're usually a duo within a bigger group of people Mm -hmm. um they were not in like the same group of people at all actually like Jason had his side and then Dale did her thing so it was it was um very interesting to see a duo really run a, a big house um instead of just like oh we're a duo inside a big alliance that are going to eventually turn on everyone else that's not how they work so you know that was very impressive uh Mm -hmm. for me as well and like i said both of them never went inside the on the block at all so you know it was very impressive
0: did you know that jason is now like a, a newscaster yeah, he's like a weatherman or something like,
1: it's crazy. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm looking at his Mickey He's got like a very cute little promo photo out here Good for him They did um, a,
1: a podcast called The Secret Alliance mm-hmm. Last year, I think But yeah, like they, they still watch and everything It's fun
0: Here's a Danielle Reyes stat Along with a couple other people Including like Enzo and Cody um, They're the only house guests to ever have their first nomination Be by default during the final three Which is mm-hmm insane,
1: <laughs>
0: that's such an insane stat.
1: I got it, man, I got it.
0: That's what I, I kind of love this about Big Brother. I don't know, uh, I mean, you said it's your favorite show, but something I love about Big Brother, you don't see on Survivor is like, when you're safe, it's so much more obvious when you're safe uh, and when people aren't coming after you, but it also shows a lot of the time, I think, how good a player is, where it's like, if you're not being put on the block, nobody's even talking about putting you up for elimination. Like mm-hmm. it just demonstrates what power a, a player can have. And I think in a lot of ways, like these, these players like Danielle have so much power where it's like, I'm not even touching the block until, I mean, she touches the block the first week of Big Brother 7 and then doesn't touch it again until like week eight, like literally huge gap of time. Good for her, good for her.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Isaiah, anything else to talk about Danielle?
1: On I'm I'm sure we'll go back to her when yeah. we get to Jason. But yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Teaser. All right. What well who's next? <laughs> who's next on the list?
1: Um, so I was trying to debate between recency bias or not, but mm. um, I actually ended up going against that because I still feel like this player was really good. So I put Vanessa um from big brother uh 23 that's the 23 Mm. 17 oh my god (laughs) big Brother 17 um (laughs) on here unfortunate we've only seen her play once but she was such a good player honestly Mm. like um i mean if you want to go comps you'll have one like four hohs three povs um if you want to talk about stats i mean literally had what the scamper squad she had her little uh group with uh austin and the twins and um shelly and clay uh she blonde I, I love we're i'm sure we're gonna break down her whole game but like her game was crazy it was oh, very yeah. witty um and honestly i think if it was just for that one error um th- a very big error at that but you know if she didn't make that error of uh, putting too much stock in steve um i you know she wins the season obviously like i remember everyone um every season usually there's that player who's in control um that the general public hates um Mm -hmm. and (laughs) as much as she's like loved now I remember Twitter was not like a fun place for like Vanessa like people hated Vanessa um originally so but like she's kind of loved now um but you know it's kind of like rewritten history because people did not like Vanessa at first she's like she was a big cry baby she used emotions with like strategy and stuff so it, it was she was stressful but I loved watching her play I was like yo this this woman is crazy so um yeah I have Vanessa number two for now
0: all right well I I very much agree so Vanessa obviously is our third place contestant on Big Brother 17 um the poker player whose sister flopped in the very next season. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, people people love her and I do think people love to hate her. And I, Okay, I think that the reason people hate Vanessa is because she basically gaslights people into doing what she wants them to do <laughs> in a way that is like so, you, you hate it so much when you're watching it happen but if you're in the house, I feel like I would just be like, all right, just let her do what the fuck she wants. I'm fucking tired of her. Like I can't I can't talk to her anymore. Whatever. Um, and and it's this crazy thing where like when you when you watch back the season, I also watched this season pretty recently. There are so many times where people are like, I fucking hate her. Let's vote her out. And she never goes home. It's crazy. Oh my god.
1: No, she's a piece of work. Because like, all right, like she's so with Survivor, like there's people like Parvati who like to use like flirtation as like a, um, a strategy, or like even with Big Brother, there was like Allison, um, she liked to use flirtation. So people, it, like I don't know why, but like emotions being used isn't like really um a a concept that people want to use too much in big brother like we see people who are just huge crybabies like like Mm -hmm. amber for example but that's that's completely different we're we're talking about like people deliberately crying to people all the time on purpose and people usually try it but like they're not good at it vanessa i feel like is actually like as much as i feel like it's on purpose i think she actually means it so that's why (laughs) That's why she, like you said, she's a huge gaslighter. Um, and it's like it it, at first it was like very effective, and then the farther on you get in the stairs, people are like, Oh, here goes Vanessa again. She's gonna cry. I remember Johnny Matt got tired of it. Um, I remember uh Becky and Jackie, all them, all of them got tired of it, but it for some reason worked because people are like, All right, all right, we'll do what you want. And honestly, as much as I still feel like she would have won the season. Uh, I think a lot of that uh, jury was anti Vanessa uh, going in. So like, mm. even if she did sit next to Liz, I think Liz gets a pretty good amount of uh, counter votes. So it's like, it's interesting, like, it's not good for jury management, obviously, and it's not the best, but I mean, it was effective. Um specifically for that type of cast which is a very social i wouldn't even say that that season was like a social game heavy season it was full of a lot of uh, strategists um Mm -hmm. and physical players but like there was no like major like social players if you look at that entire cast they fought a lot um they argued a lot they bickered a lot it was just very split um so you know it was it was fun to watch Vanessa she's one of those players with that type of that that was like put in a specific type of cast that just worked for her um and honestly I would love to see Vanessa back I honestly don't think we'll ever get a Vanessa again just because one all-stars to happen she you knows she was having a kid on that but even if she wasn't I don't think that she would have came back honestly she's been very like removed um from the big brother community and everything so you know i I would love to see vanessa again i you know it feels like uh a pipe dream but you know that Mm -hmm. vanessa is 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 a legend in my book
0: (laughs) i mean i i okay i want to like break down the gaslighting so much because it's so it's so insane and i'm sure people have talked about like oh she you know she won comps and she like really got people to do what she want but like like how you know how do you like cry and like you know really sort of pressure people into getting your way. And I feel like what Vanessa would do is she would like wager her friendship with the person to be like, why would you do this to me? I'm your friend. I'm here for you. <laughs> These people, Clay and Shelly don't give a fuck about you. Like they, she just wagering this, like, I love you. I like, I'll, I'll lose this game for you. Um, and then in the end, like votes half of them out. And it, it like, I, I love the way that Vanessa plays, I would kill her if I was in the house. But like, it's really funny in retrospect that it works so well. It's a different kind of crying because, first of all, Meg cries on this. Everyone cries on this season a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and it isn't a social game. This is this is a house divided, absolutely, like right down the middle. And then you know, Steve and Johnny Mac are just like jumping over the line every once in a while. I I wonder, Isaiah, in your opinion, like what is a great Vanessa like manipulation move if you can think of one like what to you is like this is her just absolutely ripping someone to shreds
1: mentally I mean it was there was two specific moments it was um so the first one was they were doing that bowling ball competition where they spin yep and she whispers to Julia to pick Austin even though like they were going to Basically, at that point, if they didn't do that, they would have won the competition like Mm -hmm. they were literally completely shredding everyone. But for some reason, Vanessa manipulates Julia, who's not really paying attention to pick Austin, um, even though that made no sense, like like literally if they just like eliminated like one more person, I feel um, I, I got to look back, but they they had to eliminate, like, one or two more people, and they would have just steamrolled the, the whole comp, but mm-hmm. Julia was, like, twiddling her thumbs, like, oh, okay, like, Austin, like, like, what are you doing, you know what I'm saying, so it's, like, um, that was crazy, I remember my jaw dropped, the, <laughs> I think, uh, Jesse was hosting the comp, um, Mr. Spectacular, and he was, like, yep. like yep. He, was, he was shocked, <laughs> so, um, that was a crazy moment, and then I also remember the Dark Moon plan, where basically she jumped ship uh essentially for like a round um and basically planned with like becky and jackie and uh all those other people that they were going to turn on vanessa's side and she was down because she was pissed at austin she found out that austin was like plotting on her cool she was ready to jump ship and then last second she's like eh. I want to be in control of my side again they they they, they fixed everything and then yeah <laughs> they completely lied to that side and they they voted out um god I forget who they, who they voted out there round. It might have been Jackie or uh someone but they, they like mm-hmm. they had so many blind sides that season it was ridiculous and I'm just sitting there like how are they still falling for this um but you know Vanessa crazy strategist she's so good. I mean she's a poker player so it yeah. makes sense but uh, yeah, she she was so fun to watch.
0: I also think that like like what you just mentioned about the dark moon and stuff is a great example of how like some some people will flip sides and then they'll like get bit for it. Like they'll they'll make a move that's against their alliance or maybe not even follow through with it because you were thinking mm-hmm. against the alliance, you have betrayed the alliance and therefore you're done. Uh, whereas like she's able to really jump right back into the fold. And they all call her out on it. They're all like, what like, what the fuck? They're all so <laughs> mad at her um, for doing that. Is, is that the um, is that the Jason vote out, if I'm not mistaken? I, it, might be.
1: it could have been Jason. It was either Jason or uh, Jackie because I yeah. think Becky was HOH at the time.
0: And yeah. then uh, there's also, I want to point out like when, when Johnny Mac comes back into the game, I think is a huge um, point in her yeah. game. And it's a huge moment that I, I think a lot of players would not be smart enough to recognize, like this person is vital to me going further and beating the the alliance around me. I mean, to, to her credit, it's, it's not hard to recognize that a, a group of three where two of them are sisters and two of them are fucking is hard to beat <laughs> in, a, in a game
1: yeah no but that i didn't even think about that that was actually um a good moment too because mm. like she really put that leg in work with uh john she was like look votes aren't in your favor i gotta vote you out he understood but she was she was like if you come back let's run it and when he came back he was fully down so yeah, yeah. that was a lot of good work from her
0: another there's a great Peridium video about this but uh we have not even talked about the twin twist because Vanessa is, like, the person who just, like, destroys this, like, not destroys the twin twist, but, like, she crushes it in terms of, like, utilizing that for her success. Um, Peridium has a great video about it where she, like, because she recognizes this, she goes to the twins and uses the information of, hey, Devon is talking about you being a twin. I know you're a twin. I'm here to help. Is so genius. Is, like, mm-hmm crazy smart um i are you a fan of the twin twist i kind of wish they'd bring it back i'm I'm not gonna lie that's my hot take
1: uh, (laughs) i I think it really depends on the cast like i mean Mm. the first time they did it it was the highlight of the season because project dna whatever and then the second time honestly the twist could have been a huge flop if the cast didn't have it wasn't there you know what i'm saying but mm. i'm cool with, see i'm pro casting twist so i'm cool with them doing a twin twist with them doing um brothers and sisters or yeah someone's dad and and, and a daughter so like i'm cool with that stuff i'm, I'm very anti game changing twist i don't think the twin twist was game changing at all i just think that they saw a flaw and they exploited it mm. i like look power to you the, the production show looked at that. So I'm cool with them doing it again if they could figure it out. I just don't know. Um, they do it three times. Like like nowadays people look and like, all right, is anyone like a twin? Like they look for it now. So it's like, I don't know if the twin twist can work unless you do like what? Like a, a triplet or something? Like mm-hmm. do a triplet twist or something? I don't know. Where you like, you come in with like a, a twin and then you're switching them out with the third person. I, I'm Obviously I'm just doing random stuff out there, but you know, she she killed the twin twist honestly like the fact that she a got them to tell them that they're twins mm-hmm. and then b brought both of them in the alliance so when they both come in everyone's like ah like it was it was it was so smart yep. uh, it was a smart strategy
0: what a perfect setup for like a strong player and i think that there's you know everyone complains about how like Derek and cody especially Derek, in a lot of ways had like a really sort of like goofy dumb cast that kind of got handed to him. (laughs) But what I love about Vanessa is that she has a lot of hotheads and personalities around her and people fighting and arguing and making out like this is a messy season and she still manages to take control and get people like she did with the the bowling comp to do what she wants um, in a way that like nobody can really do anything about it. I mean, it literally takes Steve evicting her for her to go home. None of the other people in this game, and even Liz, I feel like, would have probably evicted Steve, right? Like, none of the other people mm-hmm. in this game were thinking about or really had the but to, like, actually evict her. They were thinking about it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh,
1: like, honestly, <laughs> like, looking at that alliance, they were kind of like um, the, the the Becky side of the house, honestly. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of um, Falte, um from 20. Like, they... <laughs> essentially they're they're not as dumb obviously but like they just didn't have a lot of luck on their side they put trust in the wrong people and they honestly blew themselves up just like Faute blew themselves up so it's like yeah like like honestly vanessa just had the willingness to work with the annoying people in the house, like Austin and the twins, um, Steve, no one wanted to work with, honestly. Um, Johnny Mac was just kind of like a roamer. So like, she really just worked with the people who everyone else didn't seem to like, and it worked out like, you know, hmm. I hats off to her.
0: Yes. And we know that Vanessa is a comp beast. Um, she won seven competitions in her time on big brother which would be three POVs and four HOHs, which is uh, fucking bonkers. Like, I guess the thing is like, we, we see now so often that like people are seen as comp beasts and then they will be voted out really sort of early or in anticipation of their success. And it's crazy to me that Vanessa is able to have this success and never once be like, really openly targeted of like, she keeps winning competitions. I mean, you know, Johnny Mac and Steve know to an extent that like, she very much can win, but she doesn't get that same curse that like men get. And I guess it's like the mm-hmm. one, the one advantage of being a woman in Big Brother, the disadvantage to that is that now you can't win fucking competitions. So it's not like you can be a compass anyway, because they're all designed for like the Cody's of the world. But you know i mean also
1: i think it helped that she had a cast full of like a lot of good female players as well um so it wasn't just like a whole bunch of uh we need to just work with the men screw the women type vibe like a lot of the girls wanted to work with girls so i think that helped them tremendously as well
0: okay i here's some here's some vanessa trivia i love i love (laughs) i love trivia on wiki it's my favorite thing vanessa holds the record for the most competitions won in a single season by an lgbtq plus house guest in big brother history Jason Roy holds the record, but over two seasons with eight. So good for both of them. Um, mm-hmm. She is the second house guest in her season to win and remain HOH twice following Shelly. I don't know what this means, but I think it's important. And I'm trying to break it down. Does it mean that like <laughs> she won it twice and then they didn't vote her out?
1: I think so. Yeah. I think so. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. That's,
0: that's pretty good too. Cause Oh my God. It, I don't know how recently you saw this season, watch this season again, but like they talk about blood on their hands so much. Yeah. And it like never really matters because they're just kind of in control, but they're like, oh my God, I don't want the blood on my hands. The blood on my hands. Oh, uh. and like, <laughs> they're so dramatic. Like the,
1: the social game on this season is so bad. Like it's honestly non-existent. Like I don't think you can list one player in a season that has a good social game like they're all bad at social game they're all just strategists that's they're so focused on resumes and blood and cutting people like none of them at all like I can't list a single person who's good at like talking to people like <laughs> they will just walk in a room and they'll be like all right let's talk strategy let's talk strategy like nowadays people will be like what strategy let's vote them out like you know you can't find that anymore so it's you know this was a very specific season that I like I will that's why I want to see Vanessa play again I want to see her in a cast with like social players because I that her sister was kind of just like her and it didn't work out for her so I'm like can Vanessa really operate in another season I don't know Um, we only have that one season to work off of obviously but it's like she has a very specific pathway and a very specific cast so I mean it worked out for her Mm
0: -hmm. and this this season has I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go s I'm I'm gonna scroll down to the bottom, but has a ton of female HOHs and is like I think a great breakdown and and even though the power like doesn't shift a ton between what is essentially the scamper squad, but is really like Austin, Julia, Liz, and um and Vanessa, there's a lot of movement and a lot of interesting people winning competitions and it's not just like i bet they thought that like jeff was gonna be like if jeff and claire were gonna be like big powerhouses who like come in and like you know really mess everything up but they don't and even like Tony said austin kind of sucks he wins like an a choice but austin sucks so much
1: <laughs> the stupid judas that he's so annoying i'm sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is like as i like i can understand wrestling but then i see people like austin and i'm like if it's all them, I'm out. I'm not doing. I I can't Please. participate or enjoy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, according to the internet, and this could be just the internet, but she was responsible for eleven of the fifteen evictions on her season.
1: I'm not surprised at all.
0: great yeah. Venus, and and she's yeah. and she's not crazy. Like I think people like to think that Vanessa is a crazy person, but I think in reality she is both like creating a narrative of like hey they're trying to get me out and she's somebody who probably takes it really personally and then sort of like manifests it into being like you're coming against me you're against me blah 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 like <laughs> she, i don't think she's actually a crazy person i just think she was no, sliding the true. hell out of some strange
1: huge gas slider she was fun though <laughs> <laughs> like, i did. i personally like a lot of people hated it i loved it i was yeah. like oh, she's cracked <laughs> like like i like her like i I was okay with that
0: yeah um is there anything else to talk about with vanessa before we we move on
1: nah we broke everything down i just want to see her play like she's great she's great
0: okay so up next on the docket who could it be
1: so fun fact real quick we have no 16 people in here (laughs) because we literally anyone who i guess could have potentially ran for this list One already it's literally three winners from that season so it's like i don't need any 16 people in here Mm. um but uh from the most recent season i have tiffany on here Mm -hmm. tiffany from big brother 23 fantastic player um and honestly a breath of fresh air because um honestly we just it's been a while since we've had a good player in general like if like outside of tyler i mean i mean and i have my opinions on him um (laughs) you know it's it's like we haven't really gotten that like icon type player that gives you entertainment as on top of good strategy and she gave us both of them she was very fun very charismatic intelligent um As well as, you know, she reminded a lot of people of Daniel Race because it's like we don't get many Black players who know the game and Mm -hmm. have a general idea of what they want to do. So it was very refreshing to see Tiffany play. Um, Obviously, Cookout, Amazing Alliance came up with a blueprint for that, did an amazing job with that. Um, Honestly, Tiffany was in a lot of situations where she really could have just jumped ship, did her own thing, ran the season, but she didn't, unfortunately. I mean, you know... One of our first black player. I get it. Um, But I would I would love to see Tiffany play again, essentially, because it's like she had so many factors of a player um, for their first try to just really just steamroll the entire season like, you know, her second option where she could have just worked with like hannah she could have worked with dx she could have worked with claire and i a lot of people forget about this but xavier was down to jump as well she Mm -hmm. really could have just like finesse xavier she could have claire wanted to take her to the end hannah wanted to take her to the end i'm sure derek would have thought would play with the idea of taking her end. she really could have easily steamrolled the game with the people who won competitions because they won almost all the comps other than like uh kylan and and NX. um and you know it's like there would have been no competition whatsoever so it's like tiffany did an amazing job playing the game that she wanted to play for the goal that she set out for herself. But I would very, I would love to see Tiffany play a second time, which I think she's down for I've seen interviews where she's like, I would love to come Mm -hmm. back, see Tiffany play with as a returner, first of all, but um, coming to play her own game to play to win. Um, it, I, I think she is ready to be cutthroat. Like she didn't really get that opportunity. I think she wants the blind side. I think she wants to play the game at its fullest extent. She just didn't get to. So, um, Tiffany is going to be number three. I would love to put her higher. It's just that placement wise is on top of, uh, the fact that we didn't technically get to see her play her own game. I, I had to drop her down like two spots, but she's, she's great. I, I love Tiffany. She was fun to watch. Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I think that the big, the big thing about Tiffany, because I agree with everything you've said, is that Mm -hmm. she's in a, I would, I would love Tiffany to come back on a season like Big Brother 18, where you got like four returning players so that Mm -hmm. she could just run the table on all the newbies, because I feel like she's in a dangerous spot if she comes back to an all-stars situation. Um, because everyone's going to look at her the same way that I think that X and Kylan were looking at her at the final six of the final seven saying like, well, she's just really good. We have to vote her out and they'll validate any reason for it, even if she says like, I'm with you, I'm here, like, you know, Kylan, I'll go to the end with you. There's, there's such a, a a bias against her of like, just because she's so good, people really want to vote her out and don't want to give her the time of day. And if we do see her come back and overcome what I think is like, that's her huge wall in front of her then she's effectively one of the best of all time because that is such a hard barrier to get over. I do think people like, even like Dr. Will got over it, right? Like, and he obviously has some friends in the house, so he has a little bit of help. And so if she can get into a situation, right, where she comes back into an all-star house and she has friends who are there to help her succeed, um, I could really see her doing a fantastic job. Um, It's just all about that returning season, but I don't know when we're going to get that again. Like, I feel like, I, I don't know, maybe CBS is scared because Big Brother 22 was such a flop that they're probably like, ah, oh, fuck this. These people are like, I, I don't want to go through this again.
1: <laughs> I, I'm like, honestly, all they have to do is if they want to do another all return season, just don't call it All-Stars. Like, they could have called that, like, Game Changers or something. people would have <laughs> been perfectly fine. Still disappointed, but they would have been like, all right. I mean, at least it's Game Changers. It's not All-Stars, too. Like, yeah. like Tiffany... I would love to see her on the coach this season. Um, I would love to see her in the 18 situation where she's one of four people to come back. I would love to see her um, in a spot where she really can just do her stuff, like like a playground. Because her biggest strength, in my book, is just the fact that she can just micromanage everyone's game and like she was like keeping tabs on everybody, seeing what everyone's doing. She she had a great memory. Um, even early on, I remember she would talk to people and then she would hear footsteps, and she was like, okay. Like she studied like the house structure and was like, all right, footsteps come from upstairs, footsteps come from over here, footsteps come from over here. And like oh, you know, if someone walks in, like throw the banana peel on the chat, like she was so good at, at like, like very specific things. Like I loved watching her play. And as you said, if she came back with like three other people and her threat level got to drop a little bit she do such a good job um mm-hmm. but it's like the fear i have for her is like the fear i have for vanessa where um i feel like people are just going to think about like oh it's like she killed her season like look how look how they did vanessa's sister uh of an 18 mm-hmm. that was just her sister but they were like oh she's crying she's related to vanessa we yeah. got to get her out of here like i like I, I'm so scared for Tiffany because I don't yeah. want her to be a pre jury at all. Like I, I just don't want her to get messed up. I, I think I yeah,
0: I think that's exactly it. The, that's the fear if she comes back. I also have to say like what you said about Tiffany. That stuff that like people will do in like in like a mini or like in an LRG because you have you have the time right. You can say or you don't have the time, so you're like, look, we're gonna be as strategic as possible, rapid fire all the way through. We're like yeah. Big Brother is so long. The more you spend time around someone who's like you know knock three times if you hear somebody say like my name. The more you're like damn they're really like paranoid and thinking about this a lot, and the more time there is to basically be figured out for being a strategist or figured out for being. A person who's really sort of on top of their game, but all that aside that's why I love tiffany like she's so fucking smart and it's. Uh, I I really just like I have a lot of respect for how she essentially like okay I have a lot of respect for the way she went out because I think that worse players would like have a full meltdown or have a freak out or be like so mad and like she was mad but she also I kind of admire that she's like yeah I probably am the best player and you should vote me out like go ahead (laughs) fucking vote me out I don't care like great like what a a great like personality to be like yeah fuck you vote me out go ahead like I know it I'm great you want to get me out
1: (laughs) like it's like I love yeah I love the cookout right but it's like I think they realize that they were wrong now but Derek F Xavier and Kylan like really felt like they were doing everything where I don't think they understood that literally tiffany could have just snapped her fingers and just like completely destroyed them like that like they don't understand that power this woman had um and (laughs) i remember even like people who she didn't even want to work with like uh uh what's her name i'm sarah beth she didn't even want to work with sarah beth sarah beth wins hoh oh i don't want to take out tiffany i think tiffany is good for my game and kyle's like what like like they don't understand how she really could have ran this season mm-hmm. like she is such a force to be reckoned with um and honestly i don't even know if essentially she would get killed on a second try because mm-hmm. you look at someone like tyler who came back as like being oh, known yeah. as one of the best the icon, ever to win, yeah and everyone wanted to work with him so it's like you know it's some people are egotistical and want to work with big people you know it's like you know you gotta see we gotta see i i Other, Unlike Vanessa, I'm actually certain that we're going to see Tiffany play again because she loves this game. She had a great experience. She said that she wants to play again. And I don't think Tiffany will be that type of player that comes back and everyone hates like like, Tiffany is just a great personality, a great person. Um, And I think that's why I think she would just thrive on a second try as a returner because people just like her she would come in with that type of representation um well representation and reputation so yeah. <laughs> so you know I would love to see uh Tiff you know
0: and uh I will say that like the the men in that house really especially the, the at the end were really sort of like I think kind of gaslighting themselves into believing their own hype and believing in the success of what they were doing and you know when they come out of the house now and they kind of admit to it you know we don't get to see them on live feeds anymore so there's a chance that maybe they're you know it could be all bull crap right, right. but I, I do think that uh to an extent i'm sure xavier is probably the the smartest one or the one who could definitely like have the put his ego aside the most to accept the reality um mm-hmm. and I think like you have a great point of like, yeah, people really wanted to work with her and like she what she had all the opportunity in the world to fuck them all over and she didn't. And like she had agency in the game, and that's something I always really respect. She had the ability to make any choice she wanted to, and she made the choices that she always kind of knew were not always in her best interest, but were in the best interest of what she wanted to accomplish, which I think are two different things. And That to me is very admirable, not only like essentially throwing herself on a sword for the cookout, but at the same time she had all the power she wanted to say fuck them I'm gonna win this game. (laughs) And like the agency she had, I think agency is a huge part of like why all these people that we're talking about are so talented and are so good at Big Brother is because they always have the ability to maneuver in a different way should they choose to can they always win no they're they're not guaranteed winners but are they extremely mm-hmm. talented big brother players absolutely they're, they're mm-hmm. why big brother is so fun oh my god like
1: so you know, good when production doesn't meddle with the game and stuff you know <laughs> it can be very good it can be very good yeah <laughs> you
0: know thanks grander
1: notice and not and out of everything we've spoken about minus maybe the twin twist we haven't talked about any twists whatsoever mm. is because the twists are not important for a lot of these players games at all um it, it's the production needs to stop <laughs> like honestly this would have been the perfect season to do back to basics um just like big brother 10 you mm. guys called this the start of the new era you you didn't have to have anything crazy you could just had it been like a very like generic season but you know they dropped the ball big time um, but anyway tiffany Amazing mm. legend. want to see her play again.
0: <laughs> I mean, I couldn't agree more. I bet one of the best parts of the season. And I think really just a tough loss. I think to, to watch her lose was just a tough loss because you knew that it was like, or like it's, it's when the options get to the end you're like, well, it's either going to be Kyland or Xavier. And like, if Kylan wins, I'm going to lose my shit. So
1: <laughs>
0: let's hope it's Xavier.
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) um so we continue on this journey who else is a robbed goddess of big brother
1: it's funny because i'm looking at my list and honestly so far out of all the people i've this is going to be another person who's only played once um and it's interesting because that's four people who have only played once a lot of these people's stock have dropped after seeing them play more than once because I have more data to work off of and stuff. Yeah. And like I said, I made this, I originally made a list, but like a lot of these people dropped because I saw them play a second time in All-Stars. So um, anyway, I'll, I'll get to that when I get to that. But my fourth person is the second half of Daniel's Deal, which is Jason Guy. I like Jason. I think Jason has the type of personality to really do well in any season he's in, no matter what, honestly, I wish he played in one of the all-star seasons because I think he would have did fairly well. Um, He's just genuinely a nice guy. And I think since he's genuinely a nice guy, just like someone like a Jordan Lloyd, Obviously, he's way better than Jordan, but just like Jordan Lloyd, um, you put them in any season, they're always going to do well because they're just likable people. People like living around them. Um, mm. he's a fun time. He's open to do stuff. He's good to have conversations with. So, um, Jason is always going to be a great social player. Um, strategically, mm. other outside of you know him having a great duo with with uh Danielle, never going on the block, etc. Um, he's not the best strategy, uh, strategist, actually, because, you know, he tended to almost make a lot of emotionally driven decisions, um, especially like working with, uh, um, I forget the guy's name It was Roddy or something, I, I forget, but um he he almost did a lot of bad things until danielle put him back on course but mm-hmm. um you know he he still did his thing honestly great strategist great person to bounce ideas off of he's honestly like the, per, the perfect um wing person and i mean hot take if he sat next to danielle i think jason wins the season so it, it's uh he's a great player overall um and i wish we could have saw jason back he didn't really turn down the idea of not playing ever again he just said at the time of big brother all-stars two, it just didn't make the best sense mm. so i you know i would i think he would be open to it but i think it, that time has almost passed honestly so it's like i don't think we'll ever get a jason guy again but um yeah him and danielle honestly in my opinion like the second best lights, um, duo ever to happen um would love to see him play again he's the best one two punch um with mm. danielle
0: well, I also think that like uh, Jason would never come back. because like when you're a newscaster, your your personality is so important. And like mm. that would just probably be like, like, you know, Rick Devons can go on Survivor because like as long as he's not an asshole, like nobody's going to like, you know, air him saying whatever controversial thing on the toilet at like two in the morning. But I, I, I think um, Jason, OK, here's here's my theory based on Jason, right? I don't think that Big Brother wants to cast men who are not alpha males anymore. And not that Jason isn't a very strong guy or a very sort of like confident guy, but Big Brother wants like the asshole jock or asshole sort of like confident lunatics, the, the you know, the Brents of the world, I think, on a season. They don't want the people who are more laid back or nice. And I think that Tyler is really like, one of the latest examples we have of like a sort of straight male who is just very non-aggro. And then you look at all the other guys on that season around him, you have like Bessie and Winston and Brett and Swaggy C, like all these really sort of like alpha guys. Um, I think that Big Brother does not like to cast men who are able to take a back seat uh, a- anymore. I wonder why, I guess I you have to assume it's like drama related, but then you don't get these really good characters who are are very subtle
1: and it honestly I think we're we're starting to enter an era where we possibly might go back to that because I mean obviously casting is not involved anymore and Grodin still there but I mean casting at mm. least she's not there anymore so it's like I mean we did get Derek X this season and I, I think that I wouldn't call uh-huh. him too much of of a I mean he won comps that's about it yeah. he's like he's a nice guy you oh, know yeah. so I I I think we're, we're starting to enter that era again. Hopefully, you know you can only cross your fingers, but like <laughs> there's not a lot of players like DX, uh, yeah. like Tyler, like Jason, you know, like like just different personality. He's fine just taking a back seat, but in, in reality, he's not even in the back seat, he's just tricking you. He has a hand on the steering wheel when you're sitting on the front. So it's like you know he, he's good, you know, um I, I fully agree with your uh, take right there
0: and okay here's here's another a part two to the take i feel like season 10 dan geesling is this kind of guy like he, he, like almost like in a in a dx or we're talking about like tyler where he is he's not um laid back or non competitive by any means but he's much more like surface and controlled and like i'm not going to you know be angry or be loud or mm-hmm. be yelling at people um and i think it works very much to his benefit where like Jason is almost the the pattern and Dan in a lot of ways doesn't utilize the same strategy but utilizes the same social game and is very successful in the end
1: let I me mean, uh, I might be pulling that out Obi. of my ass
0: but that's that's my theory oh no you're good you're, no,
1: no, I, <laughs> I, I agree because I'm also thinking we did see someone like Obi mm. come in and try that but then like he just got like completely destroyed oh, you know probably. or like um I wouldn't call David that, but like no, I wouldn't call David that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what to call David. But <laughs> like we see sometimes Cameron um in uh 18. Um I'm trying to think if there's any more, but but like yeah, I, I actually agree. Like usually we don't see that type of archetype really work out because there is a lot of like alpha male players that come in now like they want this to be the challenge for some mm-hmm. reason i don't know why um but they want that loud super athletic strong guy to scream at the camera in every single diary room or, or there was super te- temper tantrum when things don't go their way mm-hmm. um where if you have like a jason the tyler a dx deck you know can lay back chill be ch- cool um you know, people tend to want to work with you because you're not going to have a very big emotional reaction. You're not going to fight everyone every five seconds. Uh, You're not going to want to troll someone like Brent, like Brett um, in 20, you know, like, so, you know, Jason is a one of a kind personality that we I don't know if we'll ever see again. Um, I wouldn't even call Tyler or Jason. I think Jason is literally like a very specific archetype that Big Brother has tried to replicate that he just really can't find. So um, Mm -hmm. I think they probably thought Jeff Schroeder was that. He's not. Um, So, so, you know, I I like Jason. Jason's good.
0: (laughs) Um, So what are some of the key points in Jason's game? like obviously he's a genius for teaming up with danielle Reyes. like there you go mm-hmm. what makes him like the best to never win
1: a lot honestly i'm, I'm gonna sound like a broken record because a, a lot of what he did was tied with what danielle did mm-hmm. um so obviously you know him and danielle never going on the block um unlike danielle danielle kind of weaponized people like uh, marcellus and um uh what's what's the Lisa um mm-hmm. where where honestly Jason was kind of on the end of that other side of the house um where they were kind of plotting against everyone like they were trying to be the cool kids of the season um and it just didn't work out so like you know Jason had that half of the house so good that he almost considered like all right Danielle like I don't want to do what you're doing I, I want to do my own game but he ended up not doing it um but he had that side of the house um did he win any competitions? I don't remember.
0: I will. I will look it check. up while we're
1: yeah. Yes. Do a fact check. Whatever. I got
0: a fact. I, I got um, it here.
1: <laughs> but this guy, <laughs> this guy was so good. Um, it made the women feel so good to the point where he was like literally like the only guy left in, in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and guy, can we? I mean, I don't know how many times this could be brought up, but literally the whole Marcellus blindside, um, where Marcellus felt so. Not comfortable. I wouldn't say comfortable. He just didn't want to put Amy up, but he still didn't think he was leaving. And Jason was like, "I'm sorry, Ms. Ellis. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sending you home." Uh, that that was honestly, to this day, still look back as like one of the most like iconic moments in Big Brother. So, yes. um, you know, he, you know, he's a good player. He had yes. the poise. He had the moments. So amazing.
0: Jason was HOH twice, and he won the veto once. Mm-hmm. Um, and he. Uh, was the HH when Jerry was evicted and, like you said, when Marcellus was evicted. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Marcellus veto, like, non-vote is, like, or I should say the Marcellus not using the veto and then getting evicted is a crazy, crazy move. And part of it, you have to bank off of Marcellus's confidence, but you also have to be the person that, like, delivers that blow. And, like, kudos to Jason because I do see a world where, like, In some ways i don't we don't know for sure like if can danielle give give that blow like jason is just so calm when he's like sorry this is the worst thing i'm about to do to you um good for him terrible for marcellus i love marcellus damn i want marcellus to come back i know he never will but what a fucking character
1: oh my god and i mean i mean just to bring this up i mean there's a lot of people people talk about snubs in big brother 22 yeah Um, big brother one um literally there was a lot of people who got snubbed or just turned it down like june turned it down Uh, you know like that's a, a big mess but like literally jason said he got called and turned it down imagine if jason is on that season with danielle with uh i'm I'm sure season six uh people would have loved him chilltown would have vibed well with them i'm Mm -hmm. sure they would have targeted him but they would have vibed well uh uh, jason and danielle could have did some real damage in all-stars so it's like i people forget about a lot of people who weren't on that season you know lisa could have been on that season imagine if lisa jason and danielle are together like just there's a lot of players that um, we did not get to see on that season and Jason is one of them so I'm we never really got the chance like Vanessa and like a Tiffany until it happens to really see what these people can do so I you know I want to see well we're not going to get it but I would have loved to see Jason play a second time mm-hmm. you know I think he, he would have killed it
0: wonderful anything else about Jason about he is is like the big uh, question mark to me in a lot of ways like I don't know a crazy ton about him and about his mm-hmm. game um, he's got he's got a great uh, headshot BB headshot he's got like a little sort of scrappy <laughs> goatee right under his lips it's like very funny uh, I love that <laughs>
1: <laughs> no I think we, we cover it I mean like I said I, I spoke a lot about Jason or and Danielle, so I didn't have much else to say but mm-hmm. still a great player and worth mentioning
0: Yep, and, and Jason also in the list of people who did not touch the block until they were nominated by default in the final three. Mm-hmm. Good for Iconic. him.
1: Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> who is next, Isaiah? Who, who else do we have the pleasure of discussing?
1: So, from here on out, and I'm sure I, I, if this is like the last verse we're speaking about, um, the rest of this list I'm very unsure about. Um, mm. and when I say unsure about, I'm very unsure about their placements. like the first four i'm I've never been so sure about something <laughs> in my life, but everyone else, there's a lot of question marks. um but for now, this is a very big temporary for now I, i'm I'm saying as we speak on this podcast, I will put Tyler at five, um but it's it's by a hair. Um, you know Tyler is so his first game was like a unicorn game specifically the first half yeah so impressive I'm like we have another BB great people are going to start putting him in the conversation with like Dan and Will and all these people he was doing such an amazing job and then he fell in love and and that's where I, I think the story of Tyler really just goes down this downwards trajectory and it never really fixes itself because mm um you know he made he stopped he essentially stops playing and goes on autopilot for the rest of 20 um he could have took control of the season um instead he let angela and casey choose which one of them were going to go to the final th- two with him um because of jc winning that comp stuff like he could have won a comp and basically uh determined if he sits next to angela which i'm sure he wanted to do or sit next to casey but he didn't want to feel bad um but you know, he let, he threw it and then Casey won and you saw what happened after that. And then you go into um, All-Stars, which Mm. first of all, can I just talk about preseason? It's like you come in 20 being known as the super fan of the season. Right after 20, he fell off the grid. He just hated everything about Big Brother. Didn't want to come on All-Stars too, which is mind blowing to me as a Mm. super fan. Comes on First of all, throws a fit that Casey's not there. Josh ain't there. He's irritated. But then (laughs) he starts crying for the rest of the season about Angela and how he misses Angela, where it's like, she's not dead. You're going to see her when you get out the house. Just get the money real quick. You're acting like you're not going to see her. Throws a fit about her. And then every single time he's in the house, he's handed like the perfect game in a platter. No one's targeting this dude Hmm. for no, I don't know why. No one's targeting this dude everyone wants to work with him. He just doesn't care. He doesn't care. He just wants to go home. Basically uses the BLM situation as an excuse that he wants to go home. I don't know why. Recovers, still is in a position to win the game. It still doesn't care. Like this is All-Stars 2. I've never seen someone throw their game away actively. And yet it's like, it's like giving a child like a cookie and then they just keep throwing it on the ground. Like, I'm just like, what are you doing? So, uh, you know, Tyler, I have a love hate relationship with Tyler Mm -hmm. because I think Tyler has so much potential as a player. I think he's such an amazing player, but it's just like, he lets his emotions interfere the game so much to the point where he actively destroys his game on both seasons, Mm. emotionally the first time. And then he just didn't want to be there the second time. It's just like, it's very tough to watch. Cause like I said, I think he's in, at one point he was going to be in that convo with like Dan, Derek, Will, like like some of the greats. And then he's just like, like, like when I first made this, list this was before all stars too he was number one on my list yeah he dropped tremendously Mm. it's Mm. it's it's hard to see you know he won like six comps the first time he won a couple comps the second time he he has a physical social and strategic he just doesn't he doesn't apply to himself um i'm i'm sure i'm going to be ranting all longer but how do you feel (laughs) i okay here's
0: here's the one the biggest gripe i have with tyler why okay he and angela are insane to me as a relationship not not that they like each other like i get it they're they're all happy and go lucky and whatever they're going to influence together on a beach somewhere but they they went from being on big brother to like immediately moving in together and then like we had a whole pandemic where like you weren't seeing other people so they're assume assuming they're only seeing each other and then they go, he goes back to the house. And he's like, oh, I miss Angela so much. It's like, you spent like every fucking waking moment with her. I don't understand. Like, I've lived with my boyfriend for like five years, or I've lived with him for three years, but I've been with him for five years. I cannot hang out with him. Like, that's okay. And to me, it's delusional that they are so obsessed with each other. It drives me nuts. That's the thing is like, I could take Tyler in his entirety if the whole Angela relationship wasn't a part of it, because I find that relationship uh, not entertaining at all. And I am bored to tears by it. Um, That being said, I agree with everything you just said. He throws away his opportunities to win because he doesn't want to be seen as the bad guy. And then I think in a lot of ways, he's, I don't know if maybe he's very sensitive like remember how he got he was just so mad at like RHAP and all that stuff like it's it's really just like I don't know if he just like hates the hates being mean or like hates the sort of like a like the the sort of cutthroatness that you need at the very end of Big Brother to be successful. and I also think that if you're going to go into an all-star season and you're going to boo-hoo about not having your friends there, then you're not a fucking all-star because you shouldn't need your fucking friends there. If you really yeah. want to come back and play big brother.
1: And, and that's why I was so iffy about putting him here. I'm just like, I, I'm very disappointed in, in Tyler as a player. Cause I, I, even in all-stars let's step away from 20, which was a good, he yeah. did a great job. Uh, the 20, even in all-stars too, he was in the position honestly to overthrow Cody Plenty um like he had christmas and then he lets go of christmas and lets memphis has her he had enzo and then lets go of enzo and lets cody have her uh like like he has so many opportunities he had danny i mean he had uh Dave and um bailey and then he lets go of them he had uh danny by like a thread like he actually had her for a little bit and then let's go of her like he lets go of his his allies just like in 20 let's go of Angela I mean yeah he lets go of Angela um he lets go of uh um uh, what's her what's her name Caitlyn. um he, he lets go of so many of his players um for Angela and it's crazy because I'm actually I'm in the mindset that Angela's probably like Tyler why are you not playing the game like, like, you're like, you're going to see me bring home the money. You're on television for God's sake. Like, this is your dream to be here, but you're, you're spending the whole time crying that you can't be cuddled up with your girl who you're going to see, right. When you get out the house, Like, right. let it be known. You're going to see her like, she's not dead. So it's like, why I he's such a weird player to me. And it's, it's just, it's a waste, it's wasted potential Let's because, see. you know, it's like, He was great. Go ahead, Naomi. I'm sorry. I was going
0: to say, I'm just (laughs) looking at the list right now. Big Brother 22 was 65 days. That's two months. And look, I get it. It's two months. It's a lot. Big Brother 20 was 99 days. Like, that is a full extra month. Like, when you're going on to Big Brother, I'm sure they tell you, like, hey, it's going to be about two months. Hey, it's going to be about... Eight weeks, nine weeks. Like I'm sure that they give you some sort of parameter, so you can tell your office or tell whatever. Like, hey, I'm I'll, I'll be back. Um, it's insane to me that you're going to validate to yourself, hey, I'm gonna go on Big Brother, and then be like, oh my god, I'm on Big Brother, and I miss my girlfriend so much. It's like, didn't you, did you not know what what was gonna happen when you came on Big Brother? But here, okay, here's something funny that I would propose to you, Isaiah, because uh, I think this is a very hilarious. Uh, fun fact Tyler uh-huh. shares his placements with Daniel Reyes they both received second on their first season and sixth on their second season which is also an all-star season uh-oh
1: no. <laughs> he's not Daniel Reyes no he's not, <laughs> he no, is he's not. That. <laughs> like I'm so sorry and you know I, I was lukewarm on Casey winning the first time but I'm okay with it now because it's just like after seeing him in All Stars, I'm like, yeah, you got what you deserve. Like he is probably mm-hmm. you know you know how they talk about emotional players. You don't technically need a cry in every day to be known as an emotional player. I believe Tyler is the epiphany of what an emotional player is because mm-hmm. he makes a lot of emotionally driven decisions. Mm-hmm. This, this guy is one of the biggest emotional players I've ever seen.
0: <sighs> I was gonna say I think in an ironic twist. I think one of the biggest mistakes Tyler makes is um, the way he sort of fucks over Sam in the final five. Because Mm -hmm. I think that him losing Sam and essentially like really betraying somebody who is uh, uh, an absolute wild card of a player um, is a huge mistake.
1: It's like, imagine if Tyler sits next to uh, Angela. No competition whatsoever. Right. Like I think Angela gets maybe like one vote. Like it's it it's a clean sweep. So you know, it's like uh it I just it hurts my brain to think about it, but I can rant about this for like hours. That's why I'm like trying to control myself. But yeah, so annoying.
0: Sam votes for Casey to win. Sam votes for mm-hmm. fucking Casey to win the game. And it's a huge blunder on Tyler's part, especially considering that out of so it's the first four uh, members of the jury are the ones who vote for Casey. So that would be Scotty, Fessel, Fessel's a moron, Rockstar, and Bailey. And then Haley and Brett have the, you know, they have the respect to vote for Tyler to win. And then Sam votes for Casey. And I think that that is really um, Tyler's like biggest mistake is is the way that he treats Sam and the loss of Sam. But I also agree with you that like, Tyler is just too emotional in all the ways that are detrimental to a game. You can be emotional and be kind and be respectful to people and then vote them out. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but he is like emotional in all the worst ways that really affect the outcome of how he's playing. And if you don't wanna be there, Tyler, just, just fucking leave. Like I remember that week where it was like, Tyler might self-evict and like, David, will be fine. And I was like,
1: so, so annoying.
0: I was like, this is the best day I mean, of my life.
1: I mean, I can't even think about uh, literally famous last words. This guy says after a conversation, after the argument with Bailey, he's like, I don't need your jury vote. <laughs> Guess what happened? You needed that jury vote. So it's like, oh, like, uh, like if you can't tell, the rest of my list there would there would would have been a lot of ranting. So I'm glad that <laughs> there's a cut off space. There's there's a lot of ranting. Tyler is just the the tip of the iceberg though. So yeah, um, Yeah.
0: So on the reverse, we shit on Tyler a lot. What are some of the, the highlights, you'd say, of Tyler's game? What what are the positives that we should be acknowledging? I'll
1: give before? him some positives because he had a unicorn-type game the first half. Like The amount of times this guy goes back and forth with Falte um, pretending to be on their side, and then he just turns on them, and they question each other after every blind side. And they're just like, who flipped? Who flipped? And this guy is obviously the common denominator he's not in your alliance meetings but they're questioning each other because bailey trusts tyler that much so it's like that was one of them um i'll give him the huge blind spot they did on brett um where where i mean the the speech was very weird and and kind of cringe but um he was like this is called thinking two steps ahead mm. uh brett go up uh, uh um there was a the cloud power which he never had to use but that was also a thing um he had um a, like i said a lot of compliments um i like i said he won six comps three HOHs, just three povs um and him and casey honestly um are in a conversation of some of the best duos never to. Tool- i mean no but one <laughs> of the best duos um <laughs> because uh Outside of their likability factor, their comp prowess is just disgusting. Like, they just yeah. won. Those two and Angela just like steamrolled this season. It was so hard to watch every week where it's just like, oh, they're going to win the comp. Like, what else is there to watch? um mm. And also, the last one I'll say is not more, it's more so Caitlin than him, but <laughs> Caitlin's obsession with this guy was hilarious to watch. <laughs> like, she. And kept trying to like cheat on her boyfriend or whatever for yeah. uh, Tyler. Tyler's like, leave me alone. So <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny, but yeah.
0: And I also have to say that I think something that's very important to note is that like when Bailey ends up in power, right? And she um, has the ability to nominate really anybody, she chooses to nominate Brett and Rachel. And like, mm. she doesn't go after Casey and Tyler who at that point, Tyler has only won one competition. You know, the HOHs have been very spread out. Um, but we also know that, like, you know, Tyler and Angela are starting to feel each other. Like, you don't, she doesn't target the showmans. Um, and that really just goes to show, I think, how much of uh, Bailey Tyler had um, in his pocket. And so I, I really like, I have a lot of respect for tyler and his ability to socially maneuver through the game i think very much so like you pointed out the, the correlation between him and tiffany is just like a beloved player that people just want to do stuff for um and want to keep safe but man tyler like cannot like seal the deal my guy
1: Ugh. like like and we spoke about this with tiffany a little bit but first half of 20 tyler disappears completely from in history, but before he falls in love, the fan, the Big Brother fan Tyler. There's there's, there's yeah. two Tylers. There's fan Tyler, and then there's in love Tyler. Fan Tyler gave us a lot. What, what I compliment Tiffany for, which was entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, they he they loved level six. First of all, amazing alliance. One of the best alliances out outside of like uh the cookout and brigade. Obviously, I think they're like number three. Um, they loved giving the fans what they wanted so they were like we're going to go in here and we're going to make this fun like we're going to run this season but we're going to have fun doing it and they blindsided Valte every single week and it was just so funny to watch and like them laughing in like the HOH room like right after they were like blindsided someone like it was so fun like I'll, I'll never forget first half of 20 because it was so exciting just to see blind sides every week like we're lucky if we get one blind side every season nowadays we have yep. not get blind sides like we had what in in 20 the only blind side we got was nicole leaving at the end and then in all stars i mean um in 23 the only blind side we really got was uh kylan getting sent home like we don't really get blind sides until it's like towards the end nowadays yeah so it's like i i'm very appreciative of of that from tyler and his alliance because they gave us something that we don't get a lot nowadays so you know i love lion sides and it was so fun and exciting to watch
0: yeah and i think like doing things like w- when you have i i also have to say something i think is very impressive about level six is like so you have Haley, who is uh, objectively she's not the sharpest tool in the shed but she's the sharpest tool in the in the Foute shed, and yeah she is like you know she has control over fessy and still fessy puts scotty on the block and like they send scotty home like the fact that their own alliance where they know that like, look, like Scotty's not going to come after, like, you know, everybody is sort of operating under this assumption of like, we are technically sticking together and yet they can still be split apart so easily by Tyler and Casey. And that sort of group is very impressive. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still remember like being, we were shooting Survivor New York season three. And like, I just looked at my BB updates and it was like, Fessilus put Scotty in the block. And I was like, god damn it it's like, like <laughs> it's um good for them good for level six i guess it's just what it is um no i i agree and like this is why i was almost kind of sad to see tyler come back because i was like i it, it's too soon maybe if tyler had had a couple more years and had missed it more and had yeah. the ability to like feel like i really want i want this win but maybe he's somebody and this is very valid but you have to kind of admit to it, maybe he's somebody that just, like, doesn't need the win to feel good about how he played on Big Brother, right? Like, but in that case, I don't want to see you on All-Stars! <laughs> Get yeah. out of here!
1: Like, I wouldn't even say it's too soon, because like I said, he could have ran that season. Mm. He could have, Cody could have easily lost that, that battle of wits between those two. It's just that he didn't apply himself, so it's like, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's what it is. Well, um, I, I want to know Isaiah. I, I just want to read the list rapid fire that you have the the next five because you have a list of ten. Um, yeah. What are the next five on the list? I I.
1: So. Yeah, There's a lot of people on here that dropped because of All Stars. Like I said, um, I would the person I was debating to put with Tyler was Paul, Ooh. um, you know Paul. <laughs> so uh, Paul. six was Paul. Seven Eric Stein, which honestly could go anywhere. I just I used to have him at 10. I like Eric can go anywhere. Uh, if anyone puts Eric at one, I wouldn't blame them either. It's just mm. that we never saw him play big brother. Um, so I I can't really justify putting him anywhere. Um Enzo, I put at eight. Um he will honestly, he he has you put him in any season, he does well. Um, it's just that uh I don't know how he went, <laughs> but uh yeah, um so Enzo. Uh, I put uh Memphis at nine, where Memphis was a little bit higher originally. Um, I'm not too strongly on Memphis, like, he's a great player. Uh, he's a good player. Sorry, let me let me fix that. He's a good player, (laughs) but you know, it it is what it is with him. Um, and then 10, I debated putting Janelle on here just for her comps, but all stars another season that kind of dropped her for me. So I'm going to put Shelly Moore from, um, big brother 13 on there. Wow. You know, I, think, I think she got robbed so hard by, by production. Um, so I'm, I'm going to put Shelly there. Uh, wow. but yeah, that's my list.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just want to talk about Shelly for like a brief second. Cause I think everybody <laughs> else is very self-explanatory, but I love Eric Stein yeah. and I watched that whole season. Um, What is it about Shelly that puts her on this list?
1: Shelly was a great player. Uh, Like, I think she, you think of Andy Heron, I think she was almost in that spot for her season. I mean, first of all, Big Brother 13 is full of a lot of scrub players. Like, there's not a lot of good players there. But Shelly had a great social game as well as a great strategic mind for the game she was very patient um so i you know i i think i I like calculated players and she displayed some of the best calculated gameplay i've seen i think that her putting herself with the veterans who are eventually going to blow themselves up as well as being in good graces with people like kalia and danny so she never really gets targeted and then she was ready to jump ship on Rachel and Jordan and all of them. Um, and she did it at a perfect time. She sent Jeff Jeff Pack in. Mm. I, I have no issue with that uh move. I, I remember at the time, because this was my first season, actually. Um wow. the, the fans were pissed off at Shelly calling her a bad player because Jeff left. And I if I'm gonna be honest, I have a theory. I think production wanted Shelly to win this season, and they were pissed that she won. So they threw this dumbass um uh print doors box in the house and fucked everything up. Sorry for cursing on your podcast. Um, <laughs> oh no, no but... <laughs> this, this
0: podcast is full curse. It, it like there's right, no cool. there's no hold part. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but they they really uh I, I think production was just like fu Shelly. We wanted Jeff to win, and you took that from us, mm. so we're gonna take your game away. I I feel so strongly that Shelly Moore was rigged out of Big Brother 13. Like, I really do, because I honestly. How many comps did she win that season? Did she win any? That's I'm trying to remember. Out. Can you check that for me? Um, but in, I'm terms of social, in terms of social and strategy, she was a fantastic player. Like, I have no issue with the way she played. I just think that production threw a, a twist in the house that really messed her up. And look, we haven't seen Pandora's box since that season, have we? I wonder why. They they raked her out. They raked her out. And, uh, you know, I, I feel so strongly about that.
0: Here's what I'll say. I think that people love to um, think about all reality shows as like untouchable and blah, blah, blah. But I I do believe in a lot of ways that Big Brother is a show where production is trying to get the best possible outcome because when it comes to reality TV, um, and people know this, I think to an extent, but I think you really need to picture that like people are sitting there being like, okay, I really want um, Jeff to win, which is like what we see um, in BB Eleven, right, with like the coup d'état and all that stuff. And I think that they look and they say, okay, well, Jeff's been voted out. Okay, then Jordan needs to win, so the story is complete. Like at the end of the day, producers are looking for the story of the season, and in a much more, um, in a much less complicated strategic sense, and a much more emotional and just overall story sense. And I think that that's a great example of like, I would say production having its hand heaviest in the season.
1: Um, mm-hmm. And
0: then you have like Rachel winning. So then it's the Rachel and Brendan story. But then you still have Shelley, who I think in a lot of ways could win this season. Um, but nobody I think in the viewing audience at the time wanted the person who took out their hero of Jeff to win the season like that just wasn't mm-hmm. something they wanted. Um, which is lame because fuck jeff Schroding.
1: it's bogus because honestly that was a huge blind side didn't see it coming and honestly she was set up to have a very big end game run like the only real factor that i can see a flaw in her winning a jury vote is the fact that she didn't really own her moves and i could see it being like a paul uh situation but um yeah I think she was great honestly she was like the the nice motherly figure that everyone wanted to work with and be around and then the moment she showed her true colors and and stabbed them in the back people were like who is this Mm -hmm. like 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 she was on a different scale of strategy in my opinion in comparison to everyone else and I I mean no shade to Rachel but I think the winner kind of displays that like i think dominic and, and shelly had the best strategic minds in the season i sent dominic packing in immediately yeah and then shelly really dumped herself down and made herself look like a pawn just to it, it's kind of like you're working your your way up you're you're under the wing you're like all right yeah yeah i'm i'm a i'm a hopeless newbie i'll work with you vets and then the moment that they start blowing up on each other it's it's time to it's time to play it was great she had adam um she was good with everyone like like even jordan and rachel were helpless until pandora's box got played rachel wouldn't have won a season jordan wouldn't have won a season yeah. It's a shelly season to win and she she just really it got stripped away from her and i hate that we're we're in this uh this universe but you know that's how the timeline wanted it mean you
0: know. yeah um, so and rodner <laughs> rodner um shelly actually wins zero competition throughout the whole um throughout the whole season but i have to say that like i really admire what shelly has done which is basically like taking herself down and you also have to like predict that maybe she didn't think that they would be returning players on this season as well and you're in this partner twist like i think that people who are like really good at big brother sometimes are really fucked over just by the structure of the season and i think this is one of those times where like every person on this season who is not a returnee is like so fucked over by the way that this season works. Um, and good on Shelley for like actually finding some power and like actually doing something with it. And the same goes for Kalia who like, I really love Kalia, she's she's a fave as well. And like they really take power into their own hands and are not willing to just like sort of follow along. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I love that about both of them. Justice for Shelley. Let's bring Shelley back. <laughs>
1: I don't think she wants to come back. She got death threats after after that season. Oh. People are very upset that Jeff Schroeder Bro, fuck Jeff Schroeder. Yeah, I know. Like they were I very actually, upset. I wonder if the Jeff... Big Brother
0: fandom would like be obsessed with not be obsessed with Jeff now, but like would they hate Shelly as much for the things she did against Jeff if we all hate Jeff now?
1: <laughs> no. No, not at all that's what i'm saying it's it was a very specific group of people yeah. um i i have a name for them but here i'll call them the facebookers to be nice <laughs> um and they they did not like that they they needed yeah. their hero jeff you know cbs has a weird obsession with jeff schroeder to the point where we see them doing things like uh uh they they push him they they, they consider giving him his own reality tv show Yep. It's like, do we need a Jeff Schroeder and Jordan Lloyd TV show? No, we don't. So, you know,
0: I, I think you can always tell when CBS is obsessed with a couple is when they put them on the amazing race. So like Robin Amber went on the amazing race twice. Um, Jeff and Jordan went on the amazing race. Um, I mean, Ethan and Jenna went on the amazing race like when, when CBS is obsessed with a couple, especially in the early days, they would put them on The Amazing Race. They'd be like, all right, we want more of them. We want more. Let's, let's have them kiss in like, you know, Bangladesh or something. Like, you know, it, it just was like every season they'd be like, all right, who's, who's the hot new it couple? And it's so weird because it's like, "Bam, fuck Jeff and Jordan. I think they just, they just like them because they got together on the show. And then people thought that Jeff was like this really cool dude. And I'll say it uh, just one more time for the record. Fuck Jeff Schroeder.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree but yeah i mean that's that's basically my list i mean there's a few honorable mentions i really don't feel like talking about cbh (laughs) well (laughs) i have a very important
0: question for you guys when is the last time you watched the school of rock like school of rock
1: is a great movie i've watched Mm. it so many times i had the dvd when i was little (laughs) Uh, i loved school of rock you know great movie
0: fantastic that's that's the that's the correct answer some people come on here and they've never seen it and to them i say how dare you um but (laughs) that is the perfect answer well Isaiah, thank you so much for being here and thank you uh for everything we had a fun scheduling nightmare um but (laughs) what should people do if they need more isaiah content in their life where should they go what should they check out
1: um you should check me out at eight ball bangers literally the number eight of them ball bangers you can find me on instagram you can find me on twitter uh i'm usually ranting about reality television Mm -hmm. or giving me hot takes that people don't like but you know that's (laughs) how i move um i podcast on my channel called the silent podcast as well as rob has a podcast i have a music podcast coming up on there so if you want to listen to more of me check me out
0: super exciting stuff thank you so much thank you for having me on silent podcast it has been a blast <laughs> I love it so much um, and <laughs> we're, we're trying our darn best we record tomorrow another great episode um, everybody <laughs> I have descriptions and uh, you you links everyone knows who I am I, I can't imagine anyone listens to this and doesn't like at least tolerate me in their life so Isaiah, <laughs> thank you so much for joining this has been so much fun uh, and to everyone if you're listening have a great rest of your whatever time of day it is <laughs>